Well, good morning and welcome to Kings at Home Daily this Thursday morning. Welcome from me, Goff, and great to have you with us this morning. I'm inside today. It's getting a bit colder outside. I'll have to find something more interesting to sit through these winter months. Anyway, meanwhile, hope you're well. And let's pray before we go back into our study on the Sermon on the Mount, which we've been looking at this last couple of weeks. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are alive, that you are with us, that here we are talking to you, Lord, and you, you care about us and our lives, the day ahead. Would you speak to us? Come, Holy Spirit, speak to us, minister to us in these moments we spend around your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we've been going through the Sermon on the Mount. Um, Jesus teaching to his disciples um, how they were to, to, to live, be different. <laughs> uh, we, just the last couple of days we've been looking at um, uh, those lovely verses in, we're in chapter 5 of Matthew, that we're the salt of the earth to preserve, to, to, to bring flavour. Uh, you and I, wherever we, we are living, working, uh, we, we, we're to, 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 to bring the presence of the Lord Jesus with us. And then when I say we're the light of the world, uh, well, of course, Jesus is the light of the world, but because he lives in us, his light can shine through us. Uh, shine, Jesus, shine uh, through our lives today. So we're going on now to verse 17 and uh, some interesting verses for us to be grappling with this morning. OK, so here we go. This is Jesus speaking. Do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoa, some lot of big things being said there. Let's start off at the beginning here. Don't think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. Now, uh, right from the earliest days of the church, it's been a common practice for some people to say, oh, I, I like the God of the New Testament, but I don't like the God of the Old Testament. And and they've driven a wedge between between the Old and the New Testament. And um, I remember that one colourful character in church history called Tertullian, um, there was there was this 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 there was a certain character who was um, who was doing exactly this and and t you know doing down the Old Testament in fact ripping out from the New Testament quotes from the Old Testament and um, uh, Tertullian wrote to him saying you know you Pontic he was from Pontius uh, from Pontius you Pontic mouse nibbling away at the Gospels. <laughs> um, Driving a wedge between them. So some people do that, you know, God of the, or maybe you think like that, the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament. Um, no, Jesus is saying that we're not to think like 
like that. Um, others, of course, you may hear here, drive a wedge between, this isn't quite so common, to drive a wedge between the teaching of Jesus and the teaching of Paul. Um, that, 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 that it, and they would say that Jesus and his kingdom teaching and, and so on uh, um, is what we want and not not Paul and and his huge focus on grace and so on and so forth. Um, we don't want any of that. The Bible is the inspired word of God. God breathed and profitable to us. The whole of it is profitable to us. Now, that's not to say that the gospel is not seen more clearly in some parts than other others. And, and yes, certainly there are, there are parts of the Old Testament that, that take a bit of grappling with to understand, but it's God's, it's God's breathed story. And, and just to try and help you, I haven't got a lot of time this morning. Um, this, there's a lovely book that I've got on my shelf. It's called The Drama of Scripture. And it, it helps us to see the whole overwhelming, overarching drama of, of, of the Bible that it does hold together. It's not just um, lots of books tacked together. There's a wonderful drama that, 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 that develops and grows. It starts in Genesis chapter 1 with creation and God making the, the heavens and the earth. Now, you know, uh, um, we need to remember that that is written in a sort of a poetic form with rhythm, the, the day one, day two, day three, and so on. It, but it's, it's telling us very clear truths about, about God and he, how he created by the word of his mouth. He created from nothing. Um, and the drama builds, God build, creating man. Uh, I'm going to have to be quick, quick on this. My time's in. God creating Adam and Eve and then the, the story going wrong and, and yet God beginning to, to bring together a, 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 a new humanity, a new family, the call of Abraham and, uh, and his, your seed. Uh, you, the, the nations are going to be blessed through you and the, the restoration and the story builds and, and the prophets speaking and, and, uh, and so on and so forth. And then, of course, Jesus says here, I haven't come to abolish the law of the promise, I've come to fulfill them, to fulfill. And of course, if you know your Bible, you'll know the Old Testament is full of predictions about Jesus, the Messiah, where he would be born, the kind of person he would be. Of course, the Jews expected a military Messiah to deliver them from the Romans, but, but of course the prophets told them in Isaiah, you know, uh, uh, Smoking flax he won't put out, a bruised reed he won't break. So Isaiah 53, the suffering servant. Who can believe our report? Goodness me, a suffering servant. It's Jesus. And if you look at, um, is it Psalm 20? That speaking of the, of the death of Jesus, <laughs> hundreds of years before he came. And, uh, and so on. So there's literally hundreds of, 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 of uh, little quotes about Jesus in the Psalms. So, Jesus comes to fulfil. What about the law? Well, quick word on the law. You know, Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law or the prophets. Are, are we under the law? No, we're not under the law. In other words, we're not living under the demands of the law. We don't have to earn our righteousness. <laughs> through trying very hard that, that that's a curse <laughs> it's too heavy for us jesus 
fulfilled the law. He was the, the perfect sacrifice for us. And uh, we love that. But the law still stands. In other words, the law still expresses the heart of God. And we're going to see in the rest of the, a bit further on in, in the Sermon on the Mount, that the Ten Commandments, they still matter. Of course they do. Of course they do. We, we understand through the law the, the, the truths of, 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 of what God is like, his holiness, his perfection. So when we talk about grace, it's not that we tear up the law. Oh, it's, we're not under law anymore. We're under grace. No, no, no. The law has been fulfilled in Jesus. If it wasn't for the law, I wouldn't understand the full consequence of what sin does. I wouldn't understand the principle of sacrifice, a price to be paid, uh, and so on. It, it still stands um, in that sense, although it doesn't condemn us. Um, but of course, um, I think it's in, uh, is it in, is it in Titus? Where, where, where Paul says the grace of God causes us to say no to unrighteousness. The grace of God. When you understand what Jesus has done in the light of the Old Testament, it makes us just, it moves us in amazement. Lord, thank you. You fulfilled. You were the, fulfill, the beautiful fulfillment of the law for us. So let me pray as we go into that. I've given you quite a lot to think about there. Lord Jesus, thank you for all your perfections. You fulfill this wonderful drama of scripture. It's all pointing to you, the lamb that was slain, who's now reigning on high. And we, we continue to long for the, we look to the end of the story, when you come in glory to make all things new. So, Lord, thank you for this wonderful drama of Scripture. Lord, thank you that, uh, that, that there is a story that makes sense of our lives. And it's your story, Lord. It's history. It's your story. And, Lord, we want to live for your glory today. So please go with us. We want to please you in all that we do. Lord, go with us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope I've been clear and helpful and encouraging this morning. See you again tomorrow morning. Bye now.